We all have different ways of remembering things. Maybe you're somebody who uses the post-it note on the door or leaves something next to the front door so that you don't forget it. Maybe you're the kind of person who ties a knot in your hanky, but I suspect for most of us, it's the reminder on the phone. I've even heard of someone who used to put their car key in the fridge so they'd remember to go and buy milk. There's plenty of things it's important not to forget, but there's some things that are particularly important to remember. They're more important than getting your bins out or remembering your PE kit or making sure you post the letters or pick up the milk. That's why we have times like Remembrance Sunday and Remembrance Day, moments when we can remember those who served and fought and for many gave up their lives in armed conflict and those who continue to do so so that we can enjoy the freedoms that we have. So there's a right sense of, of remembering and giving thanks to God for those who give their tomorrows for our todays. It's, it's right that we remember and we give thanks. But there is another side to remembering, one that I don't think we focus on very often. And it's one I want to shine a bit of light on uh, today. It's a remembering that always hits me when I hear those opening notes of the last post sounding out, like we did earlier on. It's a moment when I remember that war is terrible. There might be victories, but in war there are never really any winners. No one wins because of the loss of life that takes place. It's the moments when you remember the brokenness and damage of this world. The moments where you turn to God and cry out and, and ask why? How long? When you long for God to do something about it. Well, today we're going to hear what God says through one person's journey of remembering in this way. Uh, remembering and then finding as he does that he's able to have hope he's able to tie his hope uh, to something solid uh, to the God who's a God of faithful love and never failing mercies we find at uh, this person's journey in a corner of the Bible that we we don't often turn to a book of lamentations uh, and Richard's going to read that for us This morning's reading is taken from the Book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verses 19 to 26. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I well remember them, and my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Those verses that Richard's just read for us begin with somebody, it's probably the prophet Jeremiah, doing some remembering 
So we, we hear in verse 19, I remember my affliction, my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I remember them well and my soul is downcast within me. It doesn't take much for this person, uh, for Jeremiah, for his, his thoughts to lock onto all that's been going on in his life and the life of the people around him. You see, it's a time of overpowering darkness in every direction for God's people. This is a point at which uh, they have been destroyed. Jerusalem has been raised to rubble. They've faced war. Now they've been taken away from their land. They have nowhere to call home. It's, their dreams are shattered. They've lost everything. It feels like God's let go of them. They're facing uh, God's judgment, God's response to how they had lived because they had let go of God. And so now it feels like God has let go of them. That's why uh, the person writing can say he well remembers. This wasn't a distant memory. This was his experience of life right now in the moment full of uh, despair and distress and depression and disorientation. And he is downcast. Remembrance Sunday this year, I think, comes with a much greater sense of loss than many. Perhaps you're watching this today and you're carrying with you a health concern or a sense of grief. Maybe you're feeling lonely and disconnected. Maybe you're fighting depression. Maybe you've experienced discrimination or racism. Maybe you have frustration with politics. And all of these things are just made worse by experiencing them in the middle of a pandemic. Maybe you're carrying a sense of anger or annoyance or, or apathy at being in another lockdown. If you find yourself feeling uh, downcast today, then I hope you notice just how real to life the Bible is at this moment. I don't think the Bible ever tries to hide away of the hardships of life. You know, don't be surprised to find moments or even to find yourself now feeling downcast. So what are we supposed to do in those moments, in these times? We're to remember something else. We read on in verse 21. He says, yet this I call to mind. and Therefore, I have hope. Well, I've heard it said uh, that hope is like a rope. It really matters what you tie it to. In years gone by, I had a number of friends who were rock climbers. Uh, and so I would get dragged up all kinds of different things. And there'd be plenty of moments where I find myself asking the question, how did I get up here? And second of all, why am I up here? And in those moments, I did not want to discover that my rope was not tied to something solid. What's well, true in rock climbing is true in life. You don't want to discover that your hope isn't tied to something solid. On these verses in Lamentations 3, we find this person tying their hope to something solid. Those famous verses, probably the, the verses that we do know from Lamentations. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. In the bleakest of books comes the brightest of moments as this person has poured out their heart, all that's in them to God. He's suddenly led to call to mind God's faithful love and God's never failing mercies. 
It might have felt as though God had let go of his people, but, but he hadn't. Because if God had totally let go of his people, they would be no more. They would have been consumed. There would be nobody crying out. You can tie your hope to the God of faithful love and never failing mercies. Because it doesn't depend on how you're doing or how well you have done. The Bible is the storyline of God being good to people who don't deserve it. People like me, people like us. You see, it's God's great love and never failing mercies that meant he stepped into history, into this broken and damaged world as Jesus. It's God's great love and never failing mercies that meant Jesus died and rose again so that we can be forgiven. It's God's great love and never failing mercies that mean one day God will remake this world. He will restore all things and live with those he's forgiven. God's faithful love and never failing mercies are something you can experience every day. You can know and experience God's faithful love and never failing mercies each day, even during times of war. Even during times of lockdown, even uh, during times where it's difficult, times when you're downcast. Every morning you can wake up and know that God has all the love and mercy you need for that day. No matter what happens, no matter what you face, no matter where you fail, every day the Holy Spirit gives us everything that we need never runs out, never breaks down. Remember, hope is like a rope. It really matters what you tie it to. Just as the uh, poppy reminds us of those who gave and give their lives for freedoms that we enjoy now, why not have a visual reminder this week of God's faithful love and never failing mercies? Uh, We've got uh, just this picture with the, the verses written on. It's on our website, on our live stream page where you can download it. Stick it up somewhere where you're going to see it this week. Uh, put it to the background to your phone uh, so that you are reminded that you are able to call to mind God's faithful love and never failing mercies. You can call that to mind and therefore you can have hope. You might not be a regular You might not be a regular at St Luke's. Uh, maybe you're tuning in because it's Remembrance Sunday. Are you trying to make sense of life in lockdown again? It's really good to have you, but I would love to ask you a question. What are you tying your hope to? And how does it compare to tying your hope to a God of faithful love and never failing mercies? The invitation of this passage is for us to tie our hope to the God of faithful love and never failing mercies, to tie our hope to Jesus so that we can say in the words of verse 24, the Lord is my portion. And many of you are Christians, followers of, of Jesus. You, you seek to tie your hope to him. What does it look like day in, day out? Well, I think from this passage, it looks like waiting for God and seeking God. We read from verse 24. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. This Remembrance Sunday, this lockdown, we wait and seek. We wait for God, we seek God. 
The goal is not just to shift our difficulties away or for the world to be a better place. It's to have more of God. We wait for him. We seek him. I don't know many people who enjoy waiting. We're fans, aren't we, of next day delivery, same day delivery. And we want God to deliver in the same way. And sometimes he wonderfully does. But many times he doesn't. He leads us by his spirit to wait. But it's not waiting where we sit around doing nothing. We wait and we seek. In our waiting, we learn to really seek God in prayer. It leads us not just to bring our lists or our kind of uh, what's bothering us to God, but pouring out all that's in us to him, all that's welling up inside us, all the frustrations, all our questions, all our longings, all our hopes, all our shattered dreams. All those things that come to mind on a Remembrance Sunday or as we look at a pandemic and a lockdown. It's a kind of praying that's known as lamenting. It's a kind of praying where this book of the Bible gets its name. Perhaps this week, have a flick through Lamentations. See how Jeremiah prays and ask yourself, when was the last time you prayed like that? See, sometimes we look at prayers like this and think, we can't pray like that to God. Surely we should just keep quiet. But when we keep quiet, We're letting go of God. When we let it out to God, we're waiting and seeking and we actually take hold of him and we know more of him. We are tying our hope to God in that moment, the God of faithful love, God of never failing mercies. Remember, hope is like a rope. It really matters what you tie it to. It's Remembrance Sunday, the start to, to lockdown. Remember the world we live in, broken and damaged. Call to mind the God of faithful love and never failing mercies. Tie your hope to him. Tie your hope to his faithful love, to his never failing mercies. Wait for him. Seek him.